Hey, what's going on, good people? It's your girl T Hardaway. And it's Michael Bassell. And together we are the Did It for the Hood podcast. Indeed. We missed you. We missed you. And okay. today we brought a wonderful guest today. Uh, this is my my mentee. I can't even really call her a mentee anymore because she's grown now. So um she went to Jones High School, the illustrious Jones High School out of Orlando, Florida. She currently goes to Alabama A&M University. And she's a communications major, graduating senior coming up in 2023. Y'all give it up for my girl, Kenzie Haskins. Yo, yo. It, and I just want to put a little side note. I still am Hardaway's mentee because she don't want to say that, but I am. So. That's because you're good and grown now. <laughs> Grown people need a mentee too. Okay. Yeah. So, so what? You what you at 21, 22 now? I'm not telling my age to the people. Okay. Okay. Well, you're of age. Mm-mm. Not in my <laughs> did, right. you never of age. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Close. Yeah. Big disclosure. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever, y'all. Anywho, as you can see, these two getting on my nerves, and it's kind of early in the morning while we record right now. But um, so today's topic is going to be college is what you make it. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the different things that you encounter when you first get to college, things you should know when you hit campus, things these guys didn't know when they hit campus and things they learned along the process. Mike, anything you want to add? Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about just how... You know, like what to do when you are on campus, you know, during the four years um, or however long years you there at school, like, you know, the possibilities of things that you can do and the things that you might want to do. So, you know, we'll just be getting into that whole conversation. And um, yeah, we're excited. For sure, for sure. So to start out, first thing you do when you get on campus, well, before you even get to campus, let me back up. You have to make sure you have an academic foundation. So Mm -hmm. when you all got to campus, did you feel like you were academically ready for college? Don't, no. Don't all rush at once. I had to think about it. I had to go back mm-hmm. to fresh me up. No, I didn't feel like I was academically ready. Why mm-hmm. so? And I say that because, and maybe it wasn't academics. I already knew I was a smart girl. That wasn't the problem. I think it was more or less like when you meet people that are not from the same environment as you, mm-hmm. and they have some type of, like they almost have like another grip on life. Like somebody, you know, somebody prepared them for what they was walking into. And I was, I did not feel like I was prepared for that. So Mm -hmm. when I walked in the room, it was like, dang, like, is this really what I want? Like, I I think my first time taking a test in history, I failed. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, but I passed with a C, don't worry. You know, (laughs) I'm still going to graduate. Don't worry. It was was the first test, not the last. (laughs) Um, It was the first one. But um, it was just, I don't think I was academically prepared. So I just knew I needed some type of help. I think the help that I did get, it was through my peers. Um, I met a few people. We came up with a study group and we had, we said, oh no, we can't do this. Like me, I think me and the boy was sitting next to each other and we was like, we need to work together on this. And we've been like friends ever since. He don't even go here no more. And we still friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that's yeah. dope. At least y'all came and rallied together. Yeah. yeah. To get it done. Mike, how about yourself? Did you feel academically ready? Uh, I was not academically ready. I feel like, because the academics is a, is like two different things. Um, okay. My father just hit my twizzlers on the table. Um, <laughs> but um, nah, because 
going from the high school I was going, I was coming from, it was like, okay, you got you know, your math class, your science class, and, and everything like that. But at my school, when you start going into these acting classes, and there's only these acting classes, so like just movement, you got voice class, you got, um, you know, a speech class, you know, it's, it's all things that you kind of just do in the moment. And some stuff you got to study for, as far as just like, I guess, understanding the knowledge of the stuff. Um, but like, even then, like, I wasn't big on that as much as I should have been. But so, yeah, I don't think I was as prepared going in. Did, did either one of you have to find tutors? Mm -mm. I, I to tutor one time. What happened to tutor? He was not helping me. Why? I'm like, I was taking math. Mind y'all, I was, I was on my last leg with this, this math class. I said, you don't even need this job. Exactly. You don't, because I'm like, I'm not even going to think about this years down the line. I hate that. You just, I'm, that's a different topic for a different day. But I, I had brought me a tutor. He was like a student worker. And I'm like, well, how you do this? He not explaining. I don't think, you know, and at that time, it's probably easy for him to grasp. So he probably thinking it's easy for everybody to grasp if he just say a little bit of nothing. He didn't say anything, but that's okay. That's okay. I spared him. But <laughs> You spared I, him? I spared him because I could have been mad at him that day, but I wasn't because I had to understand that everybody not meant to teach and explain mm. things. And that's okay if that was not you at that moment. Okay. It, was, it wasn't his name. It wasn't his ministry. It wasn't. He so was what math was it? He wasn't good at teaching. What kind mm. of math was it? Algebra. I figured because algebra be trying to kick you in the face. Exactly. Yes. Where's all these X's and O's coming from? Like we playing tic-tac-toe. No, but check me out. I feel like the X's and the O's, they be trying to come from like, it's come from just like the regular keyboard. It's like, you know, you got the numbers keyboard, you got yeah. the regular keyboard. They be trying to mix it together. And then they say that. I didn't ask for all that. If, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, that's I, I didn't ask for that. Who made that up? Because whoever did that, I'm sorry, you got to go. Like, who thought that was cute? Talking about this, what you need. For what? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't I think algebra going to help you in the future? No, I just need basic math. And I feel like, and that's another thing, like, you know what? No, I'm going to shut up. It's not that type of day. <laughs> shut up. Say this type of episode. No, it's not that type of episode because I just feel like they are not teaching the necessary classes. Sometimes you be so a lot of times you're wasting your money on some of those classes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that I was one of You feel like there's no benefit. Not from that one. Not from that particular. And one. that may be my that may be my hate for math. But um a lot of times when you start really realizing what contributes to the real world, algebra. Mm. At least Come not through. that type of math does not contribute. It's not how a little finance, a little personal finance, a little tax class, how to uh, file your taxes type of class. Now that's something contribute to the real world. Right, 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 right. But not algebra. Not when you took it in high school. I don't think that's something they should be. I think if you're gonna do two years of college, I need two years of preparation of what college looked like after. Mm. That's what people need to start talking about. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Now you you fast forwarding this, you fast forwarding this, but you're speaking, you preaching though. You preaching. that's what I'm like. Yeah. She preaching though. I'm like, she's slain. I got slain in the spirit. Yeah. Um yeah. So, <laughs> so all right. So you did had tutor, didn't work out well with the tutor. How about mentors? Were there mentors when you touched down on campus? 
or mentor is getting you to school. Oh yeah, I was just, you, you didn't give me no chance to give you your props in there yet. Honestly, honestly, personally, I did not find mentors on campus, but I did have mentors off of campus. And um, that was Hardaway and Mama Clayton, which was my coach at Jones. And they were the ones that was really helping me through it because college was kicking my tail. Still do. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> trying to tell you. <laughs> but it was kicking my tail so bad I wanted to come home. And having those mentors with me at that time, they was really the ones, they was making me mad too. They was like, you can't come home. What you coming home to? I want to go home. Why can't you just agree with me? You know, they would not agree with me, but I needed that because I learned so much here. Even though I feel, you know, I'm here now and I've learned a lot about myself, they helped me get to that point. Because if I would have went home, it would have been a totally different story. I don't know where I would have been. Probably jail or in hell one, honestly. <laughs> That's real though. That's real though. Folks don't want to talk about that. Like They don't. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. I'm telling you, like, the way the way life set up at, back at home sometimes, I'm pretty sure that's where I would have been. And I don't even like jail. So to say that I would be there. Says a lot. Says a lot. Yeah, because I'm not a jail girl. I don't do jail. Yeah. How about yourself, Mike? You have any mentors? I did. Um, it was one of my same, like one of my teachers when I was in high school um, was uh, one of my mentors. She um, She taught me in a summer program. Um, but it think it it didn't it was the type of thing I don't even know how to really describe it. It was like you my mentor for this amount of time, and then like, but you got your own life to live at the end of the day. Right. So it was just like I had to just be lenient with that and right. just be accepting of that more than anything. So it was just like okay. Um, so you had them for a certain amount of hours, and then you had to figure out the rest yourself. Oh God, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And so it was, I, it, it was hard just cause it's just like, you know, of course you want somebody to like walk with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But at least for me, it was just like, it helped me understand like, hey son, you know what Joe Scott say? You take this long walk. And that's just what it is. So I took my long walk and I'm here where I am now, so. Okay. Okay, so the academics was so-so when you got your acclimated to campus. Mentorship, tutors, that was so-so, okay? So next major pillar would probably be finances. What was the finances like? Scholarship, grants, did y'all feel like y'all were accurately prepared? Did people tell you enough? What was that about? Mm. Ooh, okay. um, Don't all speak at once. Nah. You know, you got to we, you gotta we, breathe. We ain't going to say too much. Um, Financially, ooh, boy, them people were eating my pockets up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about, I'm thinking it's a Pac-Man game, like. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I still, what? Going to college, I knew people was like, it's expensive, you know, it, it's costly. But when you're in that world, you'll finally understand what people are telling you when they say it's costly. Like, mm -hmm. I never knew you needed this many scholarships or you're going to need these many jobs or you're going to need a campus job to help you support yourself because. This is ridiculous. That Okay, my freshman year, it wasn't bad because I had a scholarship, which Hardaway made me apply for because I was not looking. Mm -hmm. I was impressed by everything else. I was not looking. So I had a few, I had about, what, $2,000 in scholarships when I came. The rest was in loans and everything else to just get here. Mm -hmm. 
And okay, freshman year was cool. It was that sophomore year when I came back that took me out the game. When they said I owed them some money, like three, I think it was like three, three thousand dollars, close to something like that. And I was crying, crying yeah. bad. Yeah. I said I ain't going back to school. That's exactly what I told my mom. And then she said no. She said no. She snatched me up. Mm-hmm. She, I'm talking about no, like y'all think I'm playing. Like she snatched me by my work shirt and said, <laughs> I don't know who you think you're trying. I don't know what we got to do, but you're going back to school. That's that's the type of thing she did. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. And so from there, I had got a job from Walmart and I took every check at Walmart and I put it to my student account mm. to make sure that I can register for spring, to make sure I can get housing. Because I knew at that point I couldn't afford to live like on like off campus. To right. myself. So I had to make sure I had to do everything in my will to stay in school at that point, mm. like. Cause ain't no, nobody was gonna let me drop out. So, <laughs> not <know>. at all. <laughs> but, yeah, they be eating, eating your pockets. So get your scholarships. Also, you know, I did win scholarships my junior year. I was making sure I didn't hustle and go back into the same thing how I did sophomore year. I worked for housing now, so I get free housing. I get a little paycheck on the side. Yeah. Just do your research because there's things out there that can help you and people that want to help you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, you. We know you you a scholarship guy. Yeah, I so I got blessed with a full ride. Um thank God. <laughs> thank nothing but we God. proud of it, amen. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, but nah, uh like Kenzie was saying, like, um, I know a lot of people at my school that like they work as an RA after and they make that money on the side, make that check, and then just that goes towards whatever they wanted to go towards. Um, so it is definitely a lot of opportunity when you hit school. They got like um, work study, you know what I'm saying? And so like, you know, work you a little desk desk job, you know what I'm saying? And whatever center that they got on campus, if it's, if it's available, um, got time on your schedule. Hey, you can't get a little job outside, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's taxing. Yes, it is. <laughs> when, I was, when I was in school, the same thing. Like in my undergraduate, my parents didn't necessarily have the money when it was time for me to go to school because, you know, they had they did the best they could. They just hadn't financially planned for it. So they ended up paying. They paid pretty much my tuition. I had to take out a, a small loan, some small loans. So they they paid and worked and paid. And so after my the first half of my sophomore year, I moved off campus, got a job so I wouldn't have to keep taking off loans. I could just pay rent directly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I I had a job at Walmart. I had a job in work study and I was a prom promoter at the nightclubs on the weekend. So yeah, for sure. So that was how I made a way. So, you know what I mean? It's a hustle. Right. If you want to get it done, you can get it done. I mean, we talking about, we're looking, all three of us took three different approaches, but we have all decided that we weren't, we weren't quitting. We weren't giving up. So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. If you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. It's just about how much sacrifice and how much will you have. Um, but that's why we having these conversations so that you can be smarter and be like, Hey, let me, let me put in for these grants. Let me put in for these scholarships. So you don't have to be stressed out like that because college is stressful enough. And then you add the financial piece on top of it. You, I, I don't know if you're getting all of the quality of the education you could be getting just because you're spending so much time trying to be an adult and trying to learn at the same time. So you're getting what you can get. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also I wanted to point out there. See, one thing about it is nobody's going to make me stressed. <laughs> okay. I don't, how much I, owe, I don't care how much money I owe the a I was not, and that's another thing, make sure, because school comes first. For so sure. when I was working at Walmart, 
Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, you would not see me at no Walmart. For sure. I was going to take my time to do my homework. For sure. Go to a party or two, if that's what I choose to do. <laughs> For sure. Balance. You know, yeah, like, I'm not I'm not missing no college experience with the money I owe them, because regardless yeah. of the fact, that money's still going to be waiting to be owed. Absolutely. Playing with me. Absolutely. I'm going to have a good time. For sure. And don't let me paint the picture like I didn't do nothing in school. I played as a sorority. I did a lot of stuff. I was vice president of the organization, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I did other things, but I'm just saying you do have to pay for it some type of way. Yeah. For sure. So, so yeah. did y'all, were y'all, did y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you this question because I found out about this later in life. Did y'all, have y'all ever heard of fellowships? I have, but I, ain't nobody talking to me about what that really is. Okay. I'd be thinking it's like, okay, we fellowship. We talk. <laughs> like we chilling. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So this is something I learned about later. And I want to pass this information out because I think a lot of people don't know about what fellowships are. So fellowships are essentially usually when you're in an upper, um, upper graduate degree, when you're getting ready to go in your master's or something like that, you can apply to be a fellow. And fellows typically have their, um, their degree paid for and they're given a stipend. And their half of their job is to come in and do some type of research or work for the use for the university. So you'll be acting more like a TA or an assistant professor because you already have your undergraduate degree. So mm-hmm. um, you, it's another form of scholarship, except it's scholarship with stipend. And you get the opportunity sometimes to um, like publish papers so you can start working on your publication credits and building up your credits that way. But I think a lot of times I, I hadn't gotten exposed to fellowships until way later. Mm-hmm. So if this is sounding new to you, Fellowships are also an option if y'all are trying to go get your master's and upper level degrees. And also I would tell people too, some of the best fellowships come from uh, the Ivy League and top schools in the country. They're not the only places, but those some of the better ones. Um, don't be afraid to apply to those institutions. Don't think that you can't get in because a lot of times you don't get in because you don't try. I'm just saying, you don't put in the application so they can't select you. So that's that. As far as refund checks, Ooh, I just anybody... got mine again. Oh, ho, ho. Listen. So you Listen. finna blow a bag, huh? Nah. Get a budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't have it yet. Man, when I tell you, when Aaron them give me my check? No, mm. I'm not going to do nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Right. Nothing too crazy. Too Did anybody tell y'all about being responsible with y'all refund checks? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I feel like my mama kind of did just because she was just like, she she was doing this thing where it's like, okay, you need this much money this month, so you're going to use this much money this month, and then we'll put the rest in a different account. Right. So that's kind of like the system that we had set up. Right. Um, but now I'm kind of like, let me just have all my money. Right. And I'll, I'll do what I need to do for me at the end right. of the day. Because well, I live off campus, and just paying that rent, like mm-hmm. they take my, they take the housing out of my scholarship and then they just give me the housing. Right. Uh, and like room and board and all that. So, um, so yeah, I'm, it's a, it's something, but it's, it's just like, it's so, it's like easy money. Yeah. Just like money that's just right there in my hands. Like, okay, I wanna go give me some shoes. I wanna go, go do this and do that and do this and do that. But it's just like, no, <laughs> no, wait. So that's the hard part, I feel like, because I love the shop when I have it. For sure. So Same. Yeah. For sure. Daddy, you know? what clothes can't tell me nothing? Okay. Is that? 
is that Zara over there? <laughs> my name. Yes. But I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop doing that for real. But I mean, I didn't do too bad with my first refund check, but I was still making like my housing money too. So I was getting like payments every two weeks type of thing. So money was just coming in. So it looked real good, but I didn't do too bad. I did, I, you know, I did my day last semester with my money out. Sure. I always pay attention to the because I was I wasn't blessed in undergrad to ever get a refund check. Never got one. Uh because my mom gave me a speech about how you got to pay back that money. So she scared me into not ever touching it. So I never got one. But I used to wonder I used to watch when people would come through with the refund checks because then all the new clothes that hit the quad, everybody got fresh this, fresh that, adding all that stuff to their cars. So mm-hmm. I always knew it, but y'all gotta be mindful too. Not have fun enjoy yourself just remember that's not your money so just remember that do they do they target y'all on campus for like credit cards and stuff do they set up on y'all campus trying to get y'all to get credit cards no i wish they would i wish Mm -hmm. i wish you would try to give me a credit card out here (laughs) why you say that Mm -hmm. because me with a card in college why are you even targeting students about a credit card Mm -hmm. trying to get your credit yeah Talking about build your credit, it's so good. Start now. That's dangerous games. No, if nobody teaches you what's going on, you're going down. This is true. You're you're going down. You're sinking with some big fish. Okay. And the ones that's telling you to open up your credit card, ask them how much credit they have open. And then come back and holler at me because you're going okay. down. And also a little quick hack, y'all. So say you live off campus and yeah, I get utility bills. Things like that. Put those bills in your name. Mm. That adds to your credit. I have yeah. Wi-Fi, the light bill, and the gas bill in my name. It's been like that for three years now. My credit is nice. I just got my car over the summer. So they ran my credit. And at the end of the day, I was a I was a co-buyer to my dad at the end of the day. But just like it helps. <laughs> just understand yeah. it helps. So yeah, if you want to just like get your credit up while you're in school a little bit, like and you live off campus, like put them bills in your name. And That's, pay them on time. Please do. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about pay them like days early. Mm-hmm. Please, please do. Yeah. Cause I've had my 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 late fee at time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been in that boat. So you know, please pay them on time. Please. Because your credit start looking funny. Then you ain't laughing no more, right? Okay. Watch it go down six points. That's that's enough. You be like, how? <laughs> I do. You then you start. That's when you really wanted to start doing math, right there. Because how did? <laughs> that's when that's when you want to start doing math. Because that don't even make sense. How did you get this from this? <laughs> okay. Listen, you don't want them late fees too, because they will charge you. They will thirty five, thirty five dollars. Sometimes even more. Listen, I'll tell you. And then the crazy thing about it is what always kills me. How you gonna add a late fee? You, I can't even afford what this is. And you add late fees, they always trying to get you. Highway robbery. This is highway robbery. If Listen. nobody ever told y'all this, adulthood is highway robbery. They, they'll take, they'll rob Peter for Pat if they had to. And they do. Okay. They love it. They love it. Pat ain't even got nothing. And they still rob him. And I'm oh. back. I'm back. Because I ain't got that. All right. 
All right, Pat. Look. All right, look, you got the campus, you got the finances. How about mm. your counselors and mentors on campus? Did you have some type of academic plan when you hit campus? As far as choosing your major, all that good jazz. No, I didn't have a plan. I was listening to everybody else when I when I came to campus. I didn't mm. want to be um my attentions were to work in communications, which that's what I do now. Right. I, I didn't listen to them for too long. Um, but I was going into business and administration when I first got there, when mm. I first got here. And people, you know, people was like, oh, communications is not a smart degree. Can't mm. do nothing with it. And you know what? Maybe, maybe they write in their own sense because they scary. That's why. But mm. um, I changed my major by the second semester of freshman year. I couldn't listen to nobody. I was unhappy. Yeah. I looked at my academic uh, degree works, all those maps I had to take, and I was struggling with one. Right. I had to realize that too. I was like, "That's this is not me. I've right. never, this is not my pursuit right here or my story. So I changed it. And I love where I'm at now. Like, I love it. My mentor is my professor, Mr. Robinson. He's so aggravating. But um, the other professors, the department is so small where everybody know everybody. And everybody's a mentor. Yeah. And even your peers are mentors. Like it's a lot of times where opportunities are laying around. And when they think of they might think of you or somebody else to say, hey, this is your opportunity. So why what you said something that was interesting. Why did you say it might be wrong for them because they're scary? What you meant by that? Um, and I it might be wrong because they're scary, because it's a lot of times where I had conversations with people and they told me that. You know, they might have went into biology, but they really wanted to go into education. And they said, well, I didn't do that because, you know, it didn't pay well. Right. And my thing is, if you are somebody that's faith-based, you believe in God, you never have to worry about the pay. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing it with the right heart, because God always going to suffice for you. He's always going to look out for you. And just because you're a teacher doesn't mean you can't be anything else. You can mm-hmm. always have a side hustle. I know people that are photographers and want to be engineers. It's 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 multiple things that you can do to create a life that you still want to live and still do those things such as teach. Right. right. So you can still do like your that. passion and still yeah. make the money. Exactly. But when you're not following in your dreams, things start looking crazy. Okay. And I ain't gonna, and that's what happened. I ain't looking crazy no more. Mm. They can go about that. So I remember having that conversation with you. You did. I remember that. And he was like, they, they telling me to major in it. I'm like, girl, just take whatever do. you want to do. They still do. And I'm learning now, like, with some of the people that were saying those things, stop telling them my plan. Mm. Stop telling them my plan. They called me the other day. They was calling, people was calling me the other day. Oh, what you going to do after graduation? You know what? I'm still figuring it out. Because I don't want to, you're not going to stomp on my plan. Because my plan mm. makes sense to me. And as long as it makes sense to me, and Good it's enough. not harming anybody. Good enough. It's so you're gonna you're gonna hear it after i graduate when i get that degree you're gonna see what i'm gonna do right that's that's real that's, that's real. it right there. yeah that's it we drops mic i ain't got nothing okay. to man you y'all killing it all right so on campus mm-hmm. mental health how important is mental health when you're coming into a university setting i listen i feel like I feel like it's just not talked about enough. Mm. And it's not in, I feel like the resources and like, 
I guess the access to resources isn't really given enough. But I feel like at least for us, I think our my orientation week, it was like, okay. It's like just feeding you like little drops of it. But it ain't like nobody's really talking about it for real. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. You know, one thing um that I feel like do you think they gave you adequate information about how to seek help and what, you know, what what it looks like to need help mentally, mental health help, you know, the stresses and stuff like that? Did they, you think they gave you enough information about it when you got to campus? Mm-mm. No. And then on top of that, too, like with the type of work that like I'm doing specifically, like because um, I was just on a panel talking to the first year students. I'm like, your first year, you're going to be doing nothing but vulnerability work. Mm like that's all it is you're gonna be it's we call it inside out work mm-hmm. going from you and bringing that shit up bringing that yeah. stuff up excuse me but <laughs> like it but it's it's so it can be so taxing at times and then on top of that like if you don't have your hub of friends who's really like rocking with you and really gonna be there for you like it's it's heavy it's so heavy so yeah i don't think they gave us no adequate information and then especially with I would say all majors, because I feel like I like it's it's literally when it hits like October, that's when like heavy depression starts hitting Carnegie Mellon specifically. Yeah. Because it's an engineering school, everybody's in these little algebra classes and stuff like that, and you know, going everywhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Trying to just make it happen, but it's just like, bro, my brain can't take it. But I'm just pushing myself. All right, 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 right. How about yourself, Nina? Do you think they gave you adequate information about mental health? <clears throat> No. no, you're not. I didn't even know what what a bad day of mental health looked like for me. Mm. It like, because when you think about it, you know, you nobody ever rarely tells you what it looks like. Right. And if you don't know what it looked like, you just thinking it's just another rough day. Yeah. I remember like, even now, I think I still do the same thing, but now I just kind of, I just find like new outlets. But some days when I was, um, before I was a senior, I would just lay in bed all day. Mm. Like yeah. I would go to class, but I wasn't, I wasn't there mentally, mm-hmm. but I'll go and I'll go in my room and I would lay in bed all day and I would watch TV. Mm. And people would ask me all the time, are you okay? And I'd be like, yeah. But you was on down. It was just so annoying. Like I was so sad. I was so depressed. I was just, I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Even my sophomore year, like with the financial burden, it was like, I didn't want to be there. I was just, when I have a day off, I just lay there. Mm. I didn't want to do anything else. And eventually I did get help because it was always something, you know, they sent emails out, you can get counseling and stuff. So eventually I did talk to somebody about it. You know what I'm saying? And she really did help me. I learned how to journal my feelings. So I can start noticing the patterns of myself when I get into that mode. Yeah. And I don't have to go back. So like sometimes like the other day, like I caught myself, I just wanted to lay down because I was so stressed about other stuff. And I told my friends, I was like, y'all want to go to a walk in the park instead of laying down in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing something active, getting some fresh air. Right. So I, so once I noticed that, I was fine. But they don't talk about it enough. Um, I think a lot of times, a lot of people are scared. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it's, you're vulnerable, especially with people like you just now meeting or people, even if you've known them throughout years, it's just something so maybe sometimes your family don't talk about, so you don't even know what it look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, college, you better let that junk go. You better start talking Absolutely. to somebody. This is not for the week. Yeah. Not for the week, and you should, 
you shouldn't think mental health is for the weak. You shouldn't think getting help is for weak because you're not. Actually, yeah. you're damn strong because a lot of people don't even want to like confront what's going on with them from the inside out. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what people don't get. It's, it's strengthening your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. When, when you have the ability to be vulnerable, that's when you are your strongest. Yeah. I watch a lot of times people just deflect and they stack all these emotions on top of each other. Generational curses, generational curses, all of this stuff that they don't talk about. And then they explode, specifically in a college environment too, because like mm-hmm. you're going, you have all of these different stresses on you and then don't mess around and be a first generation and your people back home don't understand what's going on. So they calling you, bothering you. They might be hitting you up for refund checks. Um, you still got to work. You still got to balance all your other things, your other responsibilities. And they've never been in school, so they don't even understand what responsibilities you balance in. So it can also make you feel alone and isolated. Mm-hmm. So mental health is really, really important. So, I mean, because I've gone to see therapists, specifically in my last degree, I needed it. I needed somebody to talk to because um, I was at a PWI and I felt very, very isolated. And that's the thing too, because I mean, it's a, a there's a bunch of um, minority students that are going to PWIs and they are one of maybe 12, 13, 30, you know, not a lot. There's a handful of them. And some of them feel isolated and they feel outside of themselves. Me and Mike were talking about grounding the other day, finding mm-hmm. a way to be grounded because um, they start to feel, you know, outside of themselves. So mental health is very important on the college campus. So don't ever sleep on it. And also mm-hmm. don't use drugs and alcohol to try to mask it oh please don't it's it don't work it don't work you, you're gonna look bad and you're not and that's it gonna be at some point where you don't even recognize yourself yeah yeah mm-hmm. you're not even gonna recognize how you look anymore because you're you're so consumed by it yeah man don't don't do that you're gonna get caught up in a game that people say you know it's, it's good for you you are right no when you feeling bad don't go to no alcohol no drugs because it's not gonna help mm-hmm. And just remember, like, I always remember it's somebody there. Even if you feel alone, like, I, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but connect back to what you already know. If that's God for you, connect back to him. If that's a book for you, connect back to that. Connect back to the person that you know, because it, it, get, it get rough, but you can always make it through. You can always weather the storm, because I know mental health is a big one, but I know you done been through worse. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it like that, you can get through anything. Yeah. When you just said connect back, that led me into like, what about your village? Like as far as your spirituality, but like your village, your people that are supporting you through the process, like how do you connect with them? How I connect with them? Or did you have one? Did you have a village that supported you through the process? I did. I did. I, you know what? So crazy. Um, although like I didn't have all the same friends. I have this one friend. Her name is Mish. We know each other since freshman year. This girl would not leave me alone. She didn't care how sad, depressed I was. Are you okay, me? Like, girl, leave me alone. I would be left alone. But one thing she would always do, she would always pray over me. Mm-hmm. That's she, a friend. She knew I had a strong like connection with God. She knew that was something that's always been a per- She would always pray for me. Mm. I'd be in tears in the bathroom <laughs> praying for me. I'm gonna pray for you, me. You okay? Like that's she always knew what could reel me back to being myself, which is connecting back to God. Same thing with my mentors. Pray. What we gonna do? We talk it out. Right. Cry. We gotta cry, cry, because they knew that was something that I do. I just cry, and I still do. You're a stress crier. I am. I really am. I just cry about everything. 
Not <laughs> recently though. I when I stress, <laughs> I just lay down and I talk to God and I'd be like, you know what, you got it, big girl. That's what mm -hmm. I said. Okay. Does that mean you're building your muscles? Yeah, because I used to just cry to cry. <laughs> cry to cry. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. And that's another thing, too. That's a healthy coping mechanism. People don't realize that tears are a good thing sometimes. Because it's stress hormones and whatnot in your tears. But all right. What about you, Mike? You had a good support system? My support system was jank. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I, had a, I have a great support system at home more than anything. Like my homies back home, like the ones I grew up with, like they are my biggest support system. And I love them for that. But at the end of the day, they're not here. Right. So it's just like, all right, have like me new people. And then, you know, trying to find those people that I know really got, got my back. Now, mind you, my roommates that I live with now, they are my biggest support system. I feel like um, I just know at times we can kind of just be like, hey, like I'm just take my space. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, what that is. Like, that's our relationship. Um, but my support systems previously, in the previous years, yeah, it was like, um, trying to figure out the best way to word it. It was, it was the, the friend group in the village formed out of like survival because all the white people had mm. been together. And so then it was like, okay, all the black people and minorities and then also like, one other white person who um, didn't look like them, like the mm -hmm. other white people, was like, we just came together and then we formed that group. But it was formed out of survival, so that ain't gonna last long because we all evolved. So, um, so yeah, that was that whole situation that happened. And then it was just like, okay, really seeing true colors, that just, that's always that one thing. And that's another thing about college, y'all. You're gonna just see, you're just gonna see the truth. It's gonna be in your face. You not gonna to want to believe it. Like real talk, you just not gonna to want to believe it. Especially when you put so much trust in people at times. Like that's just what it is. But what you like, mean by see the truth? Like you just see their character. You see, you see how they deal with people. You see mm. how they deal with you know people who are not like them. You see how they deal with people who is like them. You see how they just you know deal with life, and mm. it can be just intoxicating. It's not even healthy. It's not mm. even like what you even want to surround yourself. It's just negative. And if you mm. want to surround yourself with negativity, I say guess I would say you deal with that in your own time and you figure out the positive nature in yourself. But if all you see is negativity and you're just a pessimist, you got that pessimistic mindset, stay away from me. Mm -hmm. I am with all that. We're trying to grow and build over here. Don't uh-uh. Don't try to kill and make stuff die. What that gonna do? Nothing. You're killing yourself. <laughs> I didn't want to clap to be too loud, but yes, this is what you like to hear because yeah. these are crazy with all yeah. that activity, girl. Get away, like nobody wants to hear that, you mm. know. And then this is like where we from, it's just like, okay, you talking all that rah rah, you gonna get smacked and hit in your jaw, yeah. Mm. You can't you do that in this space, you better mm. let them know. So it's just like, okay, so now I have to move in a different way. And that's another thing too. Like I had to work on my communication. Mm. I don't communicate. I'd rather just fight you. And that's mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, now I have to literally work on how I communicate my emotions, how I communicate like everything else and how I like let you know like, hey, what you said to me hurt me. And that's just what that is. No ifs, ands, or buts. Don't be trying to say like, trying to put no 
Um, deflect and put something on it. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to justify your actions. Nah, you did what you did and you made me feel what I felt. And that's just what that is. So, yeah, don't ever be afraid to let these folks know how they made you feel. Period. Mm. And if they try to deflect, that just tell you right there that they're not real. Yeah. Don't let them invalidate your feelings because you felt yeah. some type of way for a reason. What? Yep. Don't let them do okay. that. Don't let them point and make you feel like the bad guy and you start feeling bad. No. That's narcissism. Yeah, that, that's true. Don't, don't do that. And I tell my friends that all the time, like not saying like that's our situation. I say I never want to invalidate your feelings because right. sometimes it may seem whatever I'm saying to you, it may seem like I'm trying to deflect or I'm trying to change the subject when that's not the case. So mm. let, let me just tell you that I'm aware of how you feel. I'm going to take that into account. And next time it happens, I know what to do about myself. I know how to check me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let these people be out here playing with you. You right. know how you felt. Exactly. And also, you, you, you're aware intuitively more than anything by how people are dealing with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you are. Like, don't ever try to second guess that or overthink yourself and be like, oh, nah, I'm tripping. Like, no, yeah. you're not tripping. You're not. Because if they talking to you in a way where it's just like, okay, so what's your part in this? Mm-hmm. If they don't want to add their part and it's all you, 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 you. Like my pop's been telling me that from jump. He's like, if people are so quick to point the finger, you always have three pointing right back at you like this. Yeah, straight up. So yeah. you got to look at yourself three times as harder than you looking at somebody else. Absolutely. Simple. Absolutely. So yeah. And you, under, you understand how mm-hmm. people are, you can tell how people are dealing with you, the way that they approach you, the way that they speak to you. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you got to get people together and understand you got to get them together because you got to set that level of respect. In any such anywhere you go, you gotta set that level of respect within your friend group, within your professional space, within your school space. Because especially if you're entering into spaces where people don't look like you, people are gonna test the waters with you. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be aware and you gotta be able to snap back and set those boundaries so that you can have a healthy workspace. Yeah. But I digress. We done went all over the place. And also at them parties too. Them too. And specifically at them parties. Because when I tell you people try anything and everything at a party. And everything. Y'all be easy. Sometimes you gotta give them a look. Sometimes you just gotta like it. It, it right. You know. Sometimes it's hey, like, you can't party with everybody. Yeah. Don't be, don't be going to them parties with everybody. You don't. You are the everybody. fun. Yeah. Because but you know what? Party. Okay. So we so y'all talking about parties, but if they're not gonna party, how do they network? Like, what's what's the networking look like when you're in college? You can go party. You go party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just don't advise, like, when you start, like, how you was just saying, somebody, how they act and how they treat you, when you start picking up on those feelings and those emotions, trust your instincts the first time, because you can't party with everybody, and everybody not meant to party, because one girl might say, oh, I'm going to get you home safely, and you someone you ain't got no business. So you need, you need to take those, those things in precaution before you start going out with these people, because everybody mm-hmm. can't be trusted. People out here having people look a mess. People out here sloppy yes. drunk, doing things they shouldn't be doing. And just, and don't be taking no drinks from nobody. Don't be drinking, after no, don't be smoking after nobody. Because I've, I've been an RA and I know what that can lead for people. And I know how much they can go through. I've seen people that did psychotic breaks. Girls, because mm. they want to smoke with people, drink with people. They about to jump out the window. Mentally, mm. I don't even be prepared for that type of stuff. But they was going crazy last year with stuff like that. And I tell them all the time, people cannot be trusted. Not saying that you can't trust some, but some people cannot be trusted either. And they people just don't listen. You can't trust everybody because they say they're your friend. 
Because mm. some people have the right intentions for you. So please pray that you be right around the right people. Please pray of yourself that you get home safely because these parties are not a joke. People out here being sex trafficked. You just right. got to you looking out for yourself. Don't be drinking nothing. You know, if you're not a fan of alcohol, you don't know your limits. Don't be out here drinking on any and everything. Because they're giving you crackhead stuff. Specifically for locos, stay away from those. <laughs> I was just talking about them last night, man. What? Built for crackheads. Why are y'all? Literally... Why are people still drinking those? Because it's a quick drunk. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, quick and then on top of that, too, like you drinking battery acid. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, get you oh, you you that. But they but nasty. They nasty. They what? <laughs> I'm telling you. And then when you're done, they mess up your stomach so bad. Oh my God! Oops, I heard for a local. Oh God! Anyway, we're gonna move oh, yeah. on from that but, topic. Nah, but as far but, as just the network goes, to like, um, I would say the a, a good way to build your network, like, at least like on my campus, like there's a whole bunch of like student organizations. So like they got the Black Student Union here. It's called Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they have like a um an African Student Union. They have like they just have they have a um a Latino Latinx um uh, organization you know what I'm saying like they have so much like going on on campus an engineering you know club or whatever like it's so much stuff so a good way to network is LinkedIn so people sure. be on LinkedIn so that they can get jobs straight up um another one is um so yeah really just like huh I was gonna say other social media sites too Twitter and exactly. uh, Instagram depending on what it is. Exactly. Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, you know, add, add somebody on Facebook, whoop, whoop. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like, and just going to these mixers, like getting involved, I feel like is the best way to really just like network, you know, just showing your face. If people see your face, like, and consistently see your face, they'll recognize you. And then it's just like, you know, and also just don't, you cannot be afraid to talk to people if you was going to network. Like, that's just what it is. Like, you just got to just pull up, say, what's up, you know, if you know people specifically, then go with them. And then, like, you know, be like, hey, like, can you introduce me to some people? You know, so I could just, you know, get involved. Because if, if people know that you want to get involved, they go involve you. And understanding that your classmates are your first network. Understand that once you walk out of the campus, once you get off that campus, those are going to be the people that you plug into. I mean, because a lot of people think when they think networking, they think president of the organization or they think, mm. let me go talk to the CEO or the manager, da, 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 da. Those are good things and those are good people to have. But you're walking in on a new level. The best network you're going to have is also the people to your left and to your right. Because Kenzie is a communications major. Two, three years from now, Kenzie is a producer for ABC. You know okay, I mean? we're speaking it. Mike is an acting student right now. Two, three years from now, Mike is on whatever sitcom doing big things and he signed an exclusive deal with Showtime or whatever. So now your network is starting to rise. So don't forget the people that are in your classrooms with you. They're not always going to just be the person, you know, showing up with the flip-flops late to class. Like that's going to mm-hmm. become somebody. They're going to evolve. So remember how you treat people too, because you won't see them again. Okay. And you know? I feel like the biggest thing to, at times, if you, Say you don't, I'm be honest, say you don't like somebody in your class, stay out the way. Straight up. Like, that's just what it is. Just stay out the way because it's it's best to just be about your business. If people can, like, there's one thing people can never say about me is that I don't work. And so it's just like, 
you just have a high work ethic and people recognize like, yeah, like you work. Cause I make music while I'm at school. I do this acting thing right now. Um, I'm like so, so many hats I'm finna wear specifically this year. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like directing and writing, whatever. So you gotta just be on your P's and Q's. If you stay on your P's and Q's, like people gonna wanna work with you just cause you have a work ethic and they know that they ain't gotta worry about you. Especially like in the entertainment field. Like if people don't gotta worry about you, like as an artist, you'd be like, yeah, he gonna be by his thing. So I don't have to like, I can just give him a note here and there if I need to, but he good. Like that's the best thing to do. So yeah. Boom, bada, bing. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right where it's at because I ain't got nothing else to add to that. You feel me? I have nothing else to add to that. What about interning, y'all? Yeah. Interning, the power of being an intern. Y'all asking the wrong person. Why I you mean, say we asking the wrong person? Internships. But, I mean, no, it's fine. Um, I don't think I... No, y'all asking the wrong person about that. Interning? Yeah. Interning? I mean, I'm I'm not actually I'm not even gonna say that. I'm interning right now. Let me let me change the let me change my trajectory of my mind right now. I'm interning right now as a TA for my professor. Um, it really just depends on what you're interested in. And also when you intern it, it's just supposed to teach you what you want to do. Because although I was an intern at this conference. I was still there and I learned that I did not want to work in news. It's boring. Had to cut it. And um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I did. So like when you had an internship, please take those things into note. Like you might walk into something and you might be like, oh, this is what I want to do. You're hundred percent sure you're hundred percent confident. And then things might change. You might learn that it's not all that you cracked it up to be. And yeah. that's okay. That's okay. And once you learn that, you take that and you take notes and you take it into something else that you may be interested in. You talk to your mentors, you talk to your peers that work with you, that have seen you do some of the things that you've done and you work on your next goal. It's okay to cancel a lot. You know what you thought you was gonna be doing in life. That's what an internship is there for, to question everything you thought was 100% sure. Cause I would hate to be 30 years down the line talking about, oh, I love working in news. <laughs> That would have been a mess. I would have been mad. I've been, mad. <laughs> I've been waking up mad. Six mm -hmm. in the morning. Mm-mm. Can't even do it. Six? Yeah, I like to sleep. But <laughs> yeah, they get up and when you first like um working in news and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they get up like super early, two, three in the morning. Yeah. Who? That's like those are the doctor hours for real, basically. Yeah, I'm like, dang, what are mm -hmm. we doing here? We just telling some stories. And they be sad, too. They be looking to tell sad news, and I just can't. That's exactly. So annoying. That's, see, that's that has to do with just media and just what, yeah. they, what they want to push specifically so that they can feed a certain audience and feed a certain idea to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I Listen, that's a whole other conversation for another day. They would, <laughs> hate me. they would hate me. I'm like, damn, I wake up at yeah. 3 in the morning just to get a sad story every day. Right. That's work. Okay. Like we're gonna have some happy stuff up in here. I'm sorry. No wonder these people be out here just shooting. Y'all, this all y'all talk about shooting. Literally. Literally though. Literally. 
And you wonder why they're getting shot up like this. This is all we talk about. This is all it ever been. Somebody got shot here, shot there, 17 shots going to this person's house. Like, dang. Ain't nothing else. How about the baby that was born yesterday? You know? You know? How about McDonald's changing their menu to something? Yeah, like, Lord, y'all boring. Just kill me with this sad stuff. Y'all wilding, bro. Nah, but... That news, they're the ones who are And you're right, they do. You got to be careful. They, that's what people, they want you to see, but. Exactly. Well, if y'all got, if y'all got anything y'all want to add to tell the people about college or anything they need to know to get ready? No, I would just no. I would just say you more you more equipped than you think. Mm. Because like just going in, you 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 feel like you just gotta get ready for stuff. But it's just like you kind of already got it in you, that thing. You already are somewhat ready for this next step. Like if that's the step that you want to take. Because I know some people they don't want to go to college after school. So after high school. So just like I would say just trust yourself. You know, if you feel like, trust trust the energy around you too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, we kind of in the space now where everybody's like on energy. Everybody's like, you know, just understanding that more. Understand like, okay, this don't feel right, but then this feel right. So just trust those feelings of like, okay, this feel right, this feel wrong. You feel like something off, you, you take your leave. Um, but yeah, I would say, you know, college is fun, but like college is like a topic at hand is what you make it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's fun, but don't let have balance or anything. Mm. So, yeah, like, you know, that's one thing I'm trying to do this year specifically because I haven't had fun for real these three years. So it's just like, you know, balance having fun with working. You know, there's a way to do that. Yeah. Andy, what's wrong? Why your face look like yeah. that? You said you ain't had fun in three years? No. I haven't had like, oh, real, like, no, like real fun, like Michael type of fun. I haven't had that. Because my fun is like back home type fun. Like I like having fun like that, like going skating, going, you know, going, oh, yeah, skating, yeah, yeah, going yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like doing yeah. things like that. Like, I was fun to say, because what's going Yeah. No, I understand though. I understand. Because yeah. going to a party, like it's especially like here at my school specifically, it's like the party will be good for maybe like 10, 20 minutes. And then something's off. And then you gotta leave because it's like, bro, I don't want to be around no off energy. So it's just like, can y'all just get it together? Just yeah. one night, just once, like yeah. for real. So yeah. it's just like, you know, and plus everybody just be trying to. That's another topic. Yeah, sure. I, I know you ain't gotta go into no more because I'll be ready to go in 20 minutes later. Yeah. Maybe I can be in. Okay, it's like you pop in, pop out. Yeah, y'all. Show your thing. Gotta go. You know? Yeah. Um, let me think. Do I have anything to add? No, just everybody's journey is not the same. So everything is mm -hmm. not going to look, your journey is not going to look like your friend journey in your department. And they might be doing something that you might not be doing. Don't compare yourself to other people's work because it's, it's a plan out there for you. That's why you're sitting at the table. You sit at the same table that they sit at every day. You go to the same class they go to every day. And although theirs may look a little faster and yours may look a little slower, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to have a slow burn cooked career. Like, take your mm -hmm. time. Especially when if nobody gave you the directions to go where you want to go and you got to figure out for yourself. Just take your time. Um, have fun. Um, 
and don't let college make you you make college because mm -hmm. a lot of times people come out here showing their true color and i don't mean the inside i'm talking about they behinds and don't let people do that to you and just just do you yeah that's what we're going that's what i learned at a and m well that sounds like we got a well-rounded conversation y'all you know. But once again, it's your girl T Hardaway. This is Michael Bassel. And thank oh, you so much, Kenzie, for coming on today and dropping okay. a little knowledge for the people. We'll be back next week. You know, we drop every Tuesday. Love y'all. Yay.